Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spending some time with Philly's icon Larry Boa to reminisce about the great Tony Taylor who passed away this week. Tony Taylor, an all-time Philly's great and a Philly's fan favorite, a teammate of Larry Boa. Larry, my condolences and thank you for taking the time to to look back on TT. Um, First thing, Larry, I'm wondering is when you think of Tony Taylor, what comes to mind? Tony taught me a lot about the game of baseball. Um, he was a student of the game. He told me the things that I had to do if I was going to play in the big leagues. Uh, he would sit next to me in spring training, and when situations came up, he'd say, what would you do here? Uh, how would you play this hitter? Uh, and then, you know, if I gave the answer, he'd say, well, why'd you say that? I mean, he, would, he would test me because, you know, when you first get called up, you don't play a lot of games in spring training. You're there basically to learn. And when you're around guys like him and Cookie Rojas and Bobby Wine, Ruben Amaro, you know, those, those guys taught me a lot about the game of baseball. When you came up in 70 and, and you're, you're in the infield right next to him, you're standing right next to him in the infield, what, what was that like being around a guy like that? As, as you said, that taught you a lot. Well, I think the one thing that, that he taught me is, and, I, and my, my work ethic was usually pretty good, but he always said when you're doing pregame stuff or even batting practice, treat it like it's a game. Don't. He said, I'd rather you take 25 ground balls and do it like it's game situation and take 40 and maybe the last 15, you're not really given the same effort. So basically he said, however you practice, practice like it's the game and put situations in your mind. There's a man on uh, first base, a guy hits the ball in the hole. Can he run? Um, now he says, okay, now this hitter gets down to first in under four seconds. Where are you going to play here? Are you going to cheat a little bit? I mean, just little things that, when you first come up, those are the last things you think about. You're just happy to be there. Two-part question, Larry. First thing is, what made Tony a very, very good player, very good fielder, good second baseman? And the second question is, why do you think he was such a fan favorite? Well, in answer to your second part, he was a fan favorite because he played the game the right way. He played it hard. He hustled. You never, ever saw him dog it to first base if he hit a ground ball. He was always in the in the in the game he never made mental mistakes you know everybody makes physical mistakes but he never made mental mistakes and the other thing what made him a great fielder is he had great hands he had he was quick getting the ball in and out of the glove on double plays he had a great knowledge of how to play hitters he moved on counts when the count was two or three one he'd move if it was oh two or one two he would move so all these things come into play and uh, as i said before he didn't hardly make very many mental mistakes when he played as you alluded to when we first started talking about about how he would take you under his wing and teach you things um what was he like off the field as a person i I spoke to dan baker about um, an hour or so ago a couple hours ago and dan talked about how how friendly he was what do you remember about tony taylor off the field 
Well, he, he's always friendly. I mean, he, you know, I, I really didn't hang out with him, like go out to dinner or anything like that, but uh, he was very popular. I know that. I mean, every time you left the ballpark, whether it be spring training or in Philadelphia, people were there. And it didn't matter what Tony did that night. If he was 0 for 4 with three strikeouts, he always had time for people, which, you know, tells me a lot about what he's about. What do you remember about Tony's second stint with the, with the Phillies, uh, 74 to 76, and 76 in particular, when you guys were a really, really good team, um, and he was coming off the bench as a pinch hitter. What do you remember about Tony at that point in his career? Well, he was more of a teacher then to all of us. You know, even though he did come off the bench and was very useful to us, he played different positions. But, he, I mean, he's always a positive guy. And, uh, and in 76, we started having a pretty good baseball team. So, you know, he would get different players and talk to them about hitting and what to look for in certain situations. He would just – he was into the game, no matter if he was an everyday player or a part-time player. He, he, you know, you could see him on the bench constantly. He wasn't fooling around. He was always watching the game trying to pick up something, what the pitcher's doing when he throws over to first or when he's going home. Uh, just the little things that people take for granted. It. And if you don't pay attention like that, you don't pick up the little nuances. Did he carry over all those qualities into when he became a coach after his career? Yeah, there's no question. And always have time. If you wanted extra work, just go to Tony. Tony, I need more grounders. Tony, let's wait a laughter and take more ground balls. Uh, he always had time to, to put in extra work. Uh, you know, he loved the game of baseball. He was what you call a baseball rat. He loved it. Any particular Tony Taylor memory or memories stick out to you? Not really. Just the way he played the game sticks out to me. I mean, I, I can honestly tell you, I didn't see him make very many mistakes. Always in the right place at the right time. Uh, and if you met, made a mistake, he would – He'd be the first to tell you, you know, you got to, you got to be there on this play. This is, you weren't, you weren't out far enough on the cutoff or you went out too far on the cutoff, but it was always constructive criticism and he's trying to make you a better player. And Bo, the last one I have for you is, is yesterday when the news came out, we saw all the tributes that poured in. Uh, and, and this is, this is 40, 50 years after he was after he was done playing. Why do you think Tony Taylor was so beloved in this city? People love you in this city, and you know this city better than anybody else. Why do, why do you think Tony was so beloved? I, I think one thing, if you're a blue-collar worker in a city, whether you play basketball, football, baseball, or hockey, it doesn't matter. If fans know that you're given everything you have when you put that uniform on, and you know what, there's going to be games where things don't go well. You might go for four. You might make a couple errors. But if they see effort every time you go out there, they appreciate that. And I think Tony never, ever had a lack of effort when he took the field. He was always into the game. He gave 100%. And I think you can, the fans can relate to that because, let's face it, this city is a blue-collar city. And people, they work hard for their money, and they expect you, when they pay to go watch a baseball game, they expect you to give effort for nine innings and 27 outs. And I think Tony Taylor did that as well as anybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.